0: Hey team, welcome back to the show. Today, Coach Andrea and I are actually joined by our very own Coach Natalie, which listeners are, of course, going to be familiar with. But really, um, we've been talking about the mentorship, which is releasing on April 14th, kicks off on April 14th, I should say, final date, or the closing date of that is going to be April 7th. But Andrea and I have been talking about the mentorship quite consistently over the last couple of weeks. And as we kind of get into the conclusion of actually launching that and getting that started. I wanted to bring Coach Natalie on because Natalie, you were in the first round of the mentorship. And of course, like that worked out very well in our favor as you ended up joining our team. As I know we were all so impressed with how you went about coaching. And of course couldn't be happier with how things have worked out since then. But I wanted to bring you on and actually talk about your experience in the first round of the mentorship that we had last year. Um, as I think it's just such a good example of the value in that we're able to bring to coaches and then again like talk through the growth that you saw in that experience but first and foremost before we get into it natalie i think it's been about six weeks since you've been on the podcast fill us in on what you've been up to in that time frame
1: yeah um great to be back thank you for having me um So last time we chatted, I think I chatted with Coach Andy, um, and I was in Houston, um, where I was kind of just located for a couple months, visiting some family down there and working remotely. Um, So I since uh, made my way back east, sort of. Um, I went up to Dallas and and got to train with Coach Julie. uh, Headed west uh, out to Amarillo and then back east through a few states, and I'm currently here in Nashville. So it's really just been a matter of like. Managing my training and nutrition on the road, uh dropped into some cool gyms, which is always a good time. I uh, got to train with Coach Andy in Bentonville, Arkansas. Um, so yeah, just been basically living my life, um, but on the road and looking forward to getting back uh, home to DC.
0: Absolutely, who's a better training partner, Julie or Andrea?
1: Yikes. Um, I, that'll, that's a I won't podcast. make you answer that question. I don't <laughs> yeah, want everybody to
0: just like... You guys
2: were to... in Destination Dallas, too. Like, that's that's another level versus the one here. Just make no. the listener
0: sit in uncomfortable silence for a minute. <laughs> we can not yeah. move on from that question.
2: <laughs> that's a so. whole
0: other
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> so basically living the digital nomad lifestyle, training it in cool places, traveling the world, um, living in your cowboy lifestyle for a while, but now about to bring it back to the DMV. Um, that's right. Times okay okay Very. cool so let's get into the conversation around the mentorship um again i think you initially reached out I think it was may of 2022 when we first chatted so first fill us in like what made you initially reach out about the coaching mentorship
1: And um, actually it was april um Excuse me. but <laughs> um, well, I mean, I am a longtime follower of you on social as well as Andy and Jules, um, longtime listener of this podcast. Um, and I, I think I've said this before in previous podca- podcasts, but, um, you know, just like a rabid consumer of content um, about things that I want to know about. Uh, so I saw you post um, just in your stories about uh, like, hey, we're doing a mentorship program. This is who this you know, this program's for, um, DM me if you're interested. And I fall for that stuff all the time because I just, you know, I love learning. I love self-development. Um, I always want to know everything. And of course, fully realizing I never will know everything, but I'm not going to stop trying. Um, so I always fall for that stuff. So I actually did slide into your DMs. I was like, Hey, I'm interested. And we traded some messages and, uh, you know, I seemed pretty aligned uh in terms of like what i was looking for yeah. um and i think I, I actually specifically remember i should go back and look at those messages i have to scroll way 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 back though but um but i remember um specifically i said like you know sometimes i just like can't fall asleep at night because i'm like thinking about like why I can't get someone these results or like, what, you know, what am I missing here? And I like, I literally said those words. And so it's been really kind of interesting to like, when we, when we started talking about it, you were like, that's exactly who this mentorship is for. You know, you're like, this is not, this, this that's why we created it. This is not a, like, um you know, to teach you about sales funnels and marketing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't really care about that. Like, right. you know, I was like, I, I understand that like, the path to success is to just be a really good coach. And like, that's, right. I mean, I know we're all on this earth and we all have to pay rent and, you know, earn our way in this world. But I, I really just wanted to be the best coach that I could be. And I think we, we kind of like synced on that right away. Um, mm-hmm. And so after a few more messages, you're we like, yeah, let's like schedule a call. I was like, okay. Um, and then, yeah. And then we scheduled a call. I think we chatted for like an hour and a half or something. <laughs> Um and I was I was pretty fired up. Um yeah, I was pretty fired up about it and I, I felt pretty strongly that I needed to move forward with it. So
0: you didn't commit right away though on that call either. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, Yep, just let me know if it's something you want to move forward with. And I, was it a couple days later or a like couple weeks later. Actually?
1: Um, I mean, if if I'm being completely transparent, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is such a huge investment, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not I wasn't really prepared for that. Um yeah. And, you know, I don't take those decisions lightly, you know, because I don't consider myself irresponsible, but um, I, I I really had to figure out if I was going to be able to make that work. Um, And I talked to, you know, I didn't, I I knew I was going to do it like deep down. I knew I was going to do it. And I also knew that I needed Mm -hmm. to talk to the people that were going to encourage me. So like, I purposely didn't talk to my family. (laughs) Be Like you're crazy. Um, But you know, I, I talked to a lot of like trusted friends um, and people I really admire, you know, within other careers, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I laid it out. And the conclusion I just came to is like, this is one of those things that is an investment. Like you invest in yourself and you invest if like, if you're truly serious about this, like, you know, it's, it's absolutely worth it. And long story short, I, it, it was worth it. Every, every, every bit of it.
0: I couldn't agree more. I, we, Andrea and I talked about this on um, the podcast about our own journeys where like those scary investments have, because that's just the reality of it so often is like, you make yourself more valuable as a coach by first investing in yourself. And I think so many people think like, I'm going to get to the point where like I have all these clients and I'm just crushing I'm helping so many people. And then I'll be, it'll be like a little bit more comfortable to make these investments. But the reality is like to get to that point, we first have to, again, up-level our skills. And that typically doesn't come from just like, like I think podcasts are great and blogs are great and like Instagram posts are great. But And the people that we look up to as the top coaches and we definitely didn't get here by like just watching reels right and like oh cool now i suddenly understand how to like solve this complex client problem so i i very much appreciate where you're coming from there as well and that's something you've throughout your entire career as a coach like <clears throat> i think you progress and grown very very quickly even um like when i first started working with you in the mentorship capacity i was blown away by like what a high level you were already doing things at um so that's been extremely cool to see so what would you say like going into the mentorship actually coach andy do you have anything to add to that
2: i no i don't have anything to add go ahead with the next yeah. question
1: <laughs> well i also i do want to add that like um just you know i've always valued you know education and continuing development and mentorship and like everything i've ever done in my life and it's always served me incredibly well so that was something i had to remind myself of but also like when i started this mentorship program like i already had a mentor like that's how much i believe in mentorship like i already had a coach and a mentor um you know and it was actually it was just a really good time um i didn't realize it at the time but it was a very good time to just like transition and just learn from other people um and like you know add tools to the toolbox kind of thing but like i i I've never not had a coach or mentor and I, yeah. I'm not sure I ever will. Cause that's like how powerful it's been for me personally and professionally.
0: No, I agree. I've never. Uh, and again, we talked about this on the, the podcast two weeks ago about our own journeys and like the coaches and mentors we work with, but there hasn't been one experience I've had where I've regretted it. And honestly, even from like a financial perspective, there hasn't been like one time where that investment hasn't like, been so much more than worth it even with like the most scary the biggest one so i fully agree and i think we're all very much in alignment of course within our team with like always working with other coaches and mentors and continuing to develop and grow so what would you say then were your biggest client challenges or struggles that you wanted to overcome going into the mentorship
1: i think um really the biggest thing for me that i was struggling with um is like that fear of like imposter syndrome um and and just confidence in knowing that i not only was helping my clients but that i could help people you know um imposter syndrome is real i don't think anyone is really safe from it um yeah. but you know i you know i like i said i would like lie awake at night just being like man like why like, why isn't this working? You know, like, why can't I get so and so to like such and such? And um, and I, I wanted I sought the answers to those questions, you know, uh, so I would say that was really like the biggest thing. And that's that's sort of the umbrella. But, you know, being able to like, you know, ask specific questions in terms of like program design or, you know, nutrition <laughs> protocols, um, you know, client case studies, uh, you know, just. I would put all of that under just like confidence
0: yeah i couldn't agree more i think that's such it's been interesting like a lot of the people who have been signing up for this round so far there's been a couple who are in the place where it's like hey i have like these coaching certifications but i'm kind of paralyzed by this imposter syndrome to the point where like i haven't actually started working with anyone (laughs) because i'm scared to um, because i still don't feel like i necessarily know what i need to do and that that wasn't your case by any means. But I do think there's so much value to. again, like the biggest part of this is it isn't like we do have an entire course on the back end that works through like everything that we want to make sure anyone who joins our team specifically would like we would want them to know. But I think the specific application of having someone to work through with you like on those calls and like within the private group, as far as, okay, so here's the struggle that the clients faced with and actually guiding you through. All right, so here's like, what are the potential obstacles? Like, here's what we see as the next steps, and even from our experience, I mean, between between our team, we have so many years of coaching. I don't remember if it's forty or thirty plus, but it's a lot of years of coaching. Even between Adrian and myself, I think it's like twenty four. I think that 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 number has to be like thirty five, actually, then between you and Julie, also. But, anyways, um, just having worked with so many people, like, there's, I think that is probably. I mean, I, of course, would be interested to hear your thoughts, but I think that's such a, such a valuable thing. And I, again, think so many coaches struggle with as much as anything else. Like I've collected general information, I've taken courses and things like that, but I still don't have someone to actually like for this client's problem specifically, I'm not, I'm still struggling to connect the dots. And I think having someone to actually guide you through like specific to this situation with your client. Let's work through the next step. And then the next week, let's revisit this. How are they doing? Do we need to again change your approach there? I think there's something still valuable to that. Do any of you have anything to add to that before we move on?
2: Yeah, I I think. think... Go ahead, Natalie.
1: No, I was going to say, like, um, you just reminded me of, like, I can't believe I didn't think about it until just now, but um, one of, like, the most beneficial aspects of this mentorship program for me was also, um, and it sounds obvious, but, like, accountability, You know, because we would talk about, you know, case studies or whatever. And there was, um, sorry, there's some home renovations going on here, if you guys can hear that. Um, But the accountability in terms of, uh, you know, like working through a client case study and then the follow up, you know, like so we would talk through something and it's like, right. So, like, do you know, do you know what you're going to do here? It's like, yes. And it's basically like, cool, check in with me after you've done X, Y, and Z and let me know how that went. And I think, you know, for a lot of coaches out there who um, have their own business, perhaps, and they, they answer to themselves, um, you're doing a lot of holding yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's so easy because we know, right, that the mind is just programmed to keep you comfortable. So it's like, you know, getting into, you know, maybe some tougher client conversations, you know, tougher situations. It's so easy to like put off certain things or like, oh, I'm not, you know, know, or like, oh, this makes me really nervous. Like I'm going to tiptoe around it and just being like very directly held accountable to like, these are the steps that, you know, you need to take like when, when, you know, when can I expect to hear how this went kind of thing um was really, really important.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, like as a coach, that's just something you do naturally. Like, I know you guys all do the same with your clients as well. And even like, again, like in this round of the mentorship, which hasn't actually kicked off yet, but like from the individuals that have signed up, like at one specifically, who was in that exact same situation I was discussing where, like she's taking multiple courses. She's pe- she's certified. Like she has a good knowledge base, but she's been she's just been scared to act on it. So already we've worked through like, okay, reach out to two people, make sure like they are good to like come on as case study clients at a lower rate. Okay. We've done that now. Like collect the information from them report back to me when you've like done that. And like, you know, working through like, okay, now we're actually going to start onboarding them <laughs> and like, let's work through this. Like again, like it's, it's cool to see because that's again, like just paralyzed with the imposter syndrome already where like, making so much movement in that direction. And it very much like I am not of the mindset that like this is a fine line because I don't think that like everybody should just like go and try to coach. Right. I think it's very important to be a good coach. But on the same token, I also think it's important that like part of the part of like how you grow into an incredible coach is by actually just working with people like and I think that's so valuable as well, especially like knowing like we're here to guide you through the process um, like if in a situation like that, if I felt like it was like, she didn't have the skills to be a good coach or the desire to be a good coach, I definitely wouldn't push her to do that or like bring her into the mentorship. But on the same token, again, like, I think there is like, as you said, that accountability is such an important part of it as well. Um, so within that, then it sounds like you really feel like by the end of the mentorship, or I guess I should ask, do you feel like you got what you wanted out of the mentorship?
1: Um, Yes. Yeah, and more and so much more. Um, uh, (laughs) But no, I I, I did. And like, I, I knew. I mean, I don't mean, (laughs) I know it sounds like I'm just like being such a cheerleader for this mentorship program. But like, I am because I took so much value. And I knew like the second things kicked off, it was like, I can't I can't even believe that I like hemmed and hawed over joining. This is like exactly what I was looking for. This is exactly what I wanted. um, And more. So. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm 100% a better coach. And I can even say, um, you know, I have uh, my first client ever, who also happens to be like my best friend. Um, She is no longer a client because she now is successfully managing nutrition on her own, which of course, every coach loves hearing. Um, But like, I remember she was like, Oh, my gosh, you leveled up tremendously. She's like, I so, noticed like a switch in you. So it was it was cool to be able to have like that candid conversation with like a client who, yes, is also a friend, but like who noticed like the changes and the differences. Um, so, yeah, cool to have that like external, val- you know, validation there.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. And again, I know I've talked about like on these episodes, the same experience with like when I hired this person. I feel like immediately, like the my ability and like the service I provided just leveled up so much. And I feel like that's been true for every single mentor that we've worked with. You just take something so unique and you take something different from everyone. And it is genuinely just such a helpful thing. I know you talked about like in ours, like seeing like just like your, even your program and things being delivered. It was just like, oh shit, this is like a different level of coaching that I haven't seen before, which. You've done an, an amazing job of adopting very, very quickly. And that's, I also think, like, one, you did such a good job in the mentorship, extracting a lot out of it because you came to like the calls prepared. You had a lot of questions. You were like hitting us up throughout the week with questions and like, hey, what do you think about like the way I program for this client? Or like, I'm running into this issue. Like, how should I approach this? So you did a very good job. You were very good at like extracting a lot of value from them. Um, um, I think whoever you work with, but okay. Anything else to add to that before we move on from either of you?
2: Cool. I was just going to say before on the um, imposter syndrome where like at the beginning, what you do need is just a lot more knowledge. But then once you have that until you're working with people, you're going to feel that imposter syndrome, but there's such a gap between like the knowing and the doing and having the mentor that you can talk to on a consistent basis and bring those specific examples helps bridge that gap so then like there's always going to be a little bit of imposter syndrome every Mm -hmm. time you're working with like this new different type of client but um that that helps so much in like bridging that gap between like knowing the things and then putting them into practice
0: yeah i think that's an important point too because it would be we would be lying if we said like you'll completely eliminate imposter syndrome and i don't even think it's a bad thing like i think that the fear of what if i can't help this person what if i can't to like, what if it's not good enough or whatever it may be. I think that also drives us. Um, Natalie, I know you and I definitely have that in common where that's a huge driver for us. And I don't, I think it's a terrible idea to just recklessly take people on. And when it's like, I have no idea if I can help them. But on the same token, if it is like, hey, I know I have a good working knowledge of this case and I have someone in my back pocket also where that's like, you know, like we have our mentors who we can hit up there've been so many times where like Brandon Cruz is someone who I can go to with like a lot of questions. He's always extremely helpful. Like, and then when we have people in that our back pocket as well to like, I can again, like refer to them and like take this to them and like work through that with them. And that's again, like how we learn and grow as coaches as well. So I think that's super important. Um, what specific aspects, I'm curious, what specific aspects of the mentorship do you think were the most helpful?
1: Um, you know, definitely just like having a cohort, like, um, well, uh, coaches, like, you guys as a team, um, just resources uh, that I basically had on retainer, you know, like 20, 24, 5, <laughs> 24, 7. <laughs> um, but like having you guys, um, and then also like the cohort, like the other coaches that were signed up, Um, you know, like I expanded my network and like met some cool, like minded people. And like, you can bounce ideas off of them as well, you know, because they, of course, have their own experiences, even though they're also in the mentorship program, like they're actively coaching and their experiences are unique. And so um, I guess like it sounds a little bit cheesy, but like sense of community and and really just like feeling like you have a team. And, you know, kind of like I alluded to before, I think there are just so many coaches out there who are in business with and for themselves, which is awesome. But like that's kind of lonely You know, and you don't have that unless maybe you do have like a prolific professional network and people don't mind like talking with you at length about these things. But it's literally just like this mentorship program is just like like a literal think tank, you know, Um, just like geeking out with like minded people like several hours per week. Um, So that was uh, that was just a huge, um, huge benefit for me. Um,
0: Yeah, it was very cool to see how much. Everyone in that group kind of came together, and everybody got very close. Um, it seemed like, like by the end of it, it was really just like a little community that that was cool to see. They just like how tight it it was, and I think again, you facilitated a lot of that because you like just have to like heckle everybody on your stories, basically. <laughs> but in a weird way, it like brings people together. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I'm st- I'm still in touch. Like, yeah. I still exchange message regularly with, like, my friends from the program. Shout out to Anna Howell and um, Ashley Lowe, like, and Renee, like, such cool people to know who are doing some amazing coaching themselves.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to the squad. Anything else that you wanted to touch on there before we move on?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, in terms of like what, you know, what aspects did I find the most helpful? Um, you know, so community for sure, um, access to you guys as a team. Um, and I would definitely say um the fact that, you know, Jeremiah, you were my coach. So that was part of the mentorship. Um, so getting to actually experience firsthand how a high value coaching service delivers, like as a client. Um like literally having someone demonstrate like the kind of coach that I want to be, um, and the way that I want to coach others and experiencing that firsthand. Um, like there's no better way to learn. There's just no better way. I remember like getting my protocols from you, um, that when we were getting ready to start, you know, and I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) Okay. Time to level up. Um, so like, yeah, every step of that, I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Um, so that was, that was huge. Um, and then also like a lot of the things, you know, that you would adjust within my protocols, it's like, obviously I know more than the average client, you know, so I have a pretty good idea of why we're doing things the way we're doing them. Um, Mm -hmm. but I would always ask. I'm like, well, actually, I never really had to ask. You would always just explain (laughs) like, this is why we're doing it this way. This is, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And of course, as a question asker, um, I found a ton of value in that. Um, And yeah, like learning by doing.
0: I think that's also the why the coaching is such an important part of, because I feel like just as much as like the mentorships we've gone through again, like me actually being coached through, Man, both my building phases and my fat loss phases, just everyone I've worked with, I just take so much. Like I've gotten super lean before and I'm very like, I've taken a lot of people to that point as well. But even like in this last fat loss phase with Brandon, I feel like I learned so much. Like it was interesting, like working with someone who has worked with like so many competitors and things of that nature, like the different way he like used refeeds that I've never seen before. And like the way he adjusts around my biofeedback and like, That's, I feel like there's always like being by being coached through that yourself and like actually understanding, okay, this is what I'm feeling, this is the change we made, this was the response. Like, you experiencing that firsthand is such a powerful thing, and that's again why part of this is like we coach everyone who comes through this process one on one as well. Cool, so are you available
2: to take some of that from like your initial protocols from Jeremiah? And, um, but like the way that we do some of those things and immediately apply that to your clients.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. I like, I just, I remember, um, you know, it's so funny. Like I, I prepared for this podcast, of course, but like, as we're, as this conversation unfolds, like memories are just sort of like flooding back some things like little tidbits that I forgot about. And I remember talking to um, one of my friends, you know, when I was like, I don't know if this is like something that I should do. Um, But I remember like telling him how much value I took from our first call, like our sales call, Jeremiah. And I was like, like, like the way the questions you asked me and the way that you asked them because it's like one of the most important parts about coaching is just like ask good questions and be curious. Like I took so much value just from that initial call because I, I was running my own business. So yeah. I was taking sales calls, you know, and I was like, wow. All right. Okay. And like immediately took value from that and implemented in my own calls.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This all makes me so happy here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't guess, like to
1: tell you these things because I don't want to build up your ego. <laughs> I know. I feel like
0: this is like the most complimentary towards me you've ever been. Like, <laughs> That's um, only
1: until we stop recording and then the I heckling. Will
0: so my final question for you would be <laughs> what advice do you have for new coaches looking to find a mentor and, or become better coaches?
1: Um, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but like hire, hire a coach, like, I I know so many of my fellow coaches, um, people out there in the coaching space, like actually have never worked with a coach, which always blows my mind. Like, forget forget mentor, forget mentor, but like, just like hiring their own, like nutrition training coach who have never had a coach. I'm like, really? Like, how do you even know? You know, so and also, you know, I've always just been this big believer, like, how do you expect people to? to believe in the coaching process if you are not believing in the coaching process. Like we all have something to learn and we always will, right? And when we've learned the thing, we move on and and learn from someone else, right? So first and foremost, like get a coach. Um, And then for on the mentorship side, like find someone you respect who is doing what you want to do and pay them to teach you how to do it. It's like the most efficient way from point A to point B, but like, it's just so valuable. Um, I I think it's just so underrated. Um, within that, I think you just have to be really self-aware and curious enough to like have these questions. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully if you're a coach, like you're driven by, by helping people. Um, so you, you want to, you know, like explore like what are, what your weaknesses are find someone who can who you think can address those weaknesses and and Sorry. and ask them for help um there's absolutely nothing wrong or like weak or you know there's nothing wrong with asking for help um and i would say also like within that go into it with an idea of what you want to get out of it you know go in with with a specific set of goals but like be open minded of course because you'll probably take a lot more than than you even think um But have an idea of, like, what is the problem that you're trying to solve here, Um, which will also help you in your search, you know, for a mentor. Um, And then, you know, within your mentorship program or maybe you're, you know, working one-on-one with a mentor, um, show up prepared. And and this goes the same for, like, clients, you know, working with with a coach, right? Like, be prepared like go into your check-ins, go into your calls with questions. Like if you're in a mentorship program, like bring questions to the table, bring, you know, programs you've designed. It's just, uh, you will get out of it as much as you put into it, of course.
0: That's such a good point as well. It's exactly like coaching where again, like you can't, on the flip side, you can't expect, like we've gushed about the mentorship, you've gushed about the mentorship. But at the same token, like you can't expect to get life-changing results out of something that you were kind of treating as an afterthought. We talked about yeah. that last week in regards to coaching and like how clients fill the check-ins and things of that and like how they communicate. But the same thing goes for this, right? Like we only have to work with what you give us, right? So if it's just like I'm showing up with the calls and I'm just like quiet and sitting there in the background and not asking any questions. Again, like well. Hold, like, check in, like, yo, what do you have for us? Is there anything you're struggling with? But again, like, we only have to work with what you have to give us there. And I think you did, again, an incredible job taking so much from that. And again, to your point about like coaches that have never worked with coaches, this is a pet <laughs> with like th- that's an area where I, I get fired up about that. It's mm. much different for like somebody who's not a coach and it's like, well, I'm not sure if like I want to like make the investment or not. I could appreciate that. And I think it's different. But if you are a coach, and you've never worked with a coach, you clearly don't believe in like the value of it, right? It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like being a coach in any other area and it's like, I don't know, I like I don't know if this whole carries over well actually. But like I'm a football coach and I've never played football because I just like didn't like it or I, that doesn't actually carry over as well as I hoped it would, but no. I think you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. Um
1: But it's like, okay, so, like, why do we hire coaches and mentors, right? It's, it's. I mean, we we, want to level up, but, like, how do, what is that process of leveling up? It's, like, they're there to help expose your blind spots, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, the things that, I mean, I think a lot of us who are self-aware do have a pretty good idea of, like, what our obstacles are and what things we're battling. But, like, we're also not always aware of some of the things that we're battling, you know? And, and And just the ability to, like, be most, most people lack the ability to be objective, you know, with yourself. So it's like, we, you know, we were just having this conversation earlier in a meeting. It's like, I, of course, I know what I'm doing when I step foot in a gym. Like I can, Mm -hmm. you know, write my own training program, but like, I love just as much as the other guy rolling up to the gym and not having to think about it for myself. Right. You know, and, and I I know if I did my own programming, like it would be back training 24 (laughs) seven,
2: you know, (laughs) Is that, But it's also like at the bare minimum accountability. And that's one of the things that you're selling as a benefit to coaching with the, the clients that you're looking to sign up. And so if you believe in that accountability aspect that much, like I, I can see like some people saying, well, I mean, I have this knowledge, so I know how to diet myself or whatever it may be, but accountability is huge. And so you have to Believe in that enough to have someone else holding you accountable. It's very, very hard to keep yourself accountable.
1: Yeah, agreed. Like, I—I I mean, I've been through diets before. I could definitely put myself into a diet, or, like, or a build, and, and do all of that. But like again, I would lack that objectivity, and you know, I'd probably give myself the pass a few times on some things. You know, without that like external piece of accountability, like coaches and mentors are there to to help us be better. And like, that's accountability is huge and underrated. Um, So, yes.
0: Absolutely. Any final thoughts from anyone before we wrap this up? Cool. So again, uh, I think we can all speak to just the value of having a mentor. Um, Natalie, I'm so glad. I couldn't, uh, (laughs) I mean, things work out incredibly for us as well. We're so glad to have you as part of the team now again out of the gate i was blown away by your skill as a coach and that definitely has i know all of your clients can attest to this as well as i know we all like see how much our clients just love you and constantly like gush about you so that has been incredible to see we're incredibly proud of you um and this entire team but again if you want to level up as a coach it does take investing in yourself it does take putting yourself in situations like this, be it like our mentorship, or if you don't feel like this is a good best fit, again, like there are tons of other great coaches and mentors out there. But again, like if you want to keep improving, if you're not happy with the level of client results you're getting, if you're not happy with your skill set as a coach is at, that doesn't come from just thinking about it. That probably isn't going to come from doing more of what you've already been doing. Again, it typically takes things like this. So Again, mentorship closes, applications close on April 7th. And we officially kick off the 14th. Link to uh, the application is in the show notes. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will catch you all next time.